everyone, and welcome to the Janice Dean Podcast. We're almost at the end of the month, but I wanted to make sure to get in this interview since February is American Heart Month. And as I approach my 54th birthday this year, I'm really starting to focus on how I can keep myself healthy and well, especially for my family. I was visiting my primary care physician recently, and she recommended seeing a doctor that specializes in heart issues just to make sure I'm taking care of my ticker. So I've got someone that is specialized in this very topic and was just a delight to talk to when it comes to keeping our heart healthy. Raylene Brooks is a registered nurse and dean of the College of Nursing at the University of Phoenix. She's here to give us easy tips about our heart health, and she joins me now. February is American Heart Month, and experts say there are many signs to keep an eye on in case you might be in danger of having heart issues. And Raylene is here with me to give us some tips on what we should look for. Raylene, thanks for being here. Thanks, Janice. Tell me, first of all, your background. You're a registered nurse, correct? Yes, I am. I'm a registered nurse of 30 years. Um, I have a PhD in nursing science, and I am currently the College of Nursing Dean at the University of Phoenix. My 20-year history of telemetry and cardiovascular ICU nursing, recovering patients from open heart surgery, from heart transplant, heart and lung transplant. <laughs> so an extensive bedside history wow. uh, dealing with cardiovascular disease. So you've made the dean's list before. <laughs> Well, this is my dean's list and you made it, my friend. So thank you for being here. Um, You know, it's something that we as women maybe don't look at more than we should. Absolutely. It's so true. Um, And even even the results, uh, according to CDC, that one in five women um, have died as a result of heart disease as early as the year of 2021, over 300,000 women died as a result of heart disease. What do you attribute that to? Uh, Lack of awareness, I believe. Lack of awareness. And of course, you know, one of the top leading um, uh, chronic diseases in our nation is obesity. Uh, So obesity has a high correlation link to heart disease as well. Metabolic syndrome as well with obesity. Um, And we are what we eat. And, you know, we are so so easily um, influenced by media with just being able to eat quick, fast food, processed Mm. food, high fat food. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think it's now more than ever, it's, it's important to take care of ourselves and our health because we have to take care of our families. You know, I'm at an age right now where I, I'm very aware that I need to make my, all my doctor's appointments. And it was very recently in the last couple of years that um, my own doctor said, you should, uh, you know, look at your heart, go to a heart specialist, you know, just to see how how that is going. And and that kind of surprised me, but I get it. It's, it's, we have to take care of our heart. Absolutely. And, and as women, we're, we're busy with our families, working perhaps a 40 or 50 hour work week, juggling kids and all of the other responsibilities we have outside of just work life. We're busy and it's so quick and easy to, to not take care of ourselves, number one, to your point, as well as just um, grab fast food and something easy and quick to feed the family. And that's wherein lies a lot of um, 
issues is what we eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. So is that's an easy step to make, right? That that we look at what we're putting into our bodies. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And what do you suggest for a, a diet that takes care of our heart? High fiber um, fruits are wonderful. Berries, apples, green leafy vegetables like our broccoli, cabbage, spinach, um, zucchini is a great vegetable. Uh, so high fiber because high fiber acts like an SOS pad in our gut and it cleans out all the residual carne asada we maybe ate or Big Mac or <laughs> Whopper we ate. You know, it cleans out some of that trans fat out of our system and acts like an SOS pad traveling through our intestine. So fiber number one, a high protein diet with lean cuts of fish, chicken, turkey, um, beans, tofu, eggs, so whole foods, carbs, like our boiled, boiled, I preface boiled potatoes, <laughs> mm-hmm. oats, rice, lentils, beans, you know, quinoa, and then healthy fats like our nuts and olive oil. What about the heart history? I mean, you know, I, I look at my family, I've never had heart attacks in my, um, you know, looking at my parents and my grandparents, but does that matter to have a history? Absolutely. Um, And those are, that's probably one of the leading high risk factors of heart disease is familial history of heart attack or stroke or hypertension in in the family history, Um, because that really just predisposes us to have it. Unless we manage our lifestyle, we can um, end up having, you know, in our in our older age, or even in our 40s and 50s, 60s, and so on, heart disease high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes. So family history of those chronic diseases really can lead to heart disease. Mm-hmm. And so what do we ask for the doctor when we go in? What kind of tests do we ask for? Great question. When you see your primary care um, practitioner, um, check your blood pressure. You want to check your cholesterol blood level, uh, blood sugar during your healthcare visit, as well as and this is one that hasn't been emphasized enough, a waist to hip ratio. So, um, and weight uh, relative to your height and um, muscle mass. Uh, so, so for example, a waist to hip ratio, there was a huge study using nurses over a very long 10 year, 20 year period timeframe where there were hundreds and thousands of nurses in the United States participated in this study. And it was a women's health study. and. Um, Waist-to-hip ratio, a high waist-to-hip ratio was um, threefold risk of heart disease. So a 35-inch waist in women and a 40-inch waist in men um, is higher, of course, linked to obesity and higher risk of cardiovascular heart disease. So I think the waist-to-hip ratio is something we can easily measure on our own or just waistline and our weight, Um, but certainly your your cholesterol levels and your blood sugar levels, as well as any um, lipid levels in your blood work. Liver tests is another one because high fatty liver can also be indicative of future cardiovascular risk. Mm-hmm. I'm reading here that heart disease is the number one killer of new moms. Is that correct? It can be. Absolutely. Yes. There have been risks um, associated with preterm labor, for example, preterm labor attributed to high blood pressure, which is, of course, high blood pressure is under the umbrella of cardiovascular disease. Yes. So yes, that's, uh, that's, and research goes back and forth, but there has been a linkage there. 
I want your opinion on the the new drugs out there, uh, the Wagovis, the you know the the drugs that people are using yeah. as designer, you know, weight loss drugs. I guess. Um, what do you think of that? Or are you somebody that's a proponent of it, or is it just a a short term solution that just doesn't really address all of the issues that we should be talking about? You know, it depends, Janice. I would say if there's a person that was really on the high obese side, um, it could be the catalyst. Those drugs could be the catalyst, but nothing, you know, to help launch weight loss, which would then decrease cardiovascular risk. However, it's just a short term. There is no bad magic bullet. It's mm-hmm. just a short term fix. And really the long term uh, challenge is being able to maintain a lower body weight and long-term weight loss, right? Um, So it all has to do with diet modification of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I agree. I I mean, I agree. I I get it. You know, these new things that are out there, I I feel like it's kind of a flash in the pan. I'm I'm grateful that it might help people that have extreme obesity, but for the average person that just needs to lose like 15, 20 pounds, you know, we got to put the work in and we have to be aware of what we're putting into our bodies in terms of food. Absolutely, Janice. My PhD was actually a research study on long-term weight loss in women post-bariatric surgery. So again, highly obese, had the bariatric surgery. 25% of these women in the after two years regain the weight and then some. Mm. So again, no, not a magic bullet, right? Yeah. Um, it's lifestyle modification and diet. Mm-hmm. What about our kids? You know, like I, I am conscious of what I put in my mouth, but then I think about them and it's like, okay, they like they like the mac and cheese and their grilled cheese sandwiches. And should we be thinking now, like as their kids, that we should be taking care of their hearts too? Absolutely. Absolutely. We start building atherosclerosis and plaque in our, in our um, heart, Um, arteries as early as in our 20s. And so that develops from childhood diet. So um, things that we just don't necessarily think of, like to your point, it's so quick to fix mac and cheese, especially box mac and cheese Mm -hmm. and a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, But really, you know, in moderation. So sure, you know, you can have that one meal, but then you know, supplement with with the apples and the oranges, and and then maybe fun stuff like zucchini and um, a little peanut butter, or zucchini and a and a hummus dip. You know, as opposed to potato chips. Mm-hmm. Is it reversible? Like, can we all of a sudden tomorrow say, okay, this is it? This is the day that I'm going to take care of my heart. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's never too late. Never too late. No matter what age you are, any switch in diet and lifestyle behavior is a positive switch, um, and, and can really reverse reverse these things. Especially with weight, that's a great marker. So you may not know it. You may not be able to see your cholesterol blood levels. You may not be able to see your lipid blood levels. However, you can see the scale and your waistline measurement. And as those decrease. Um, you're making great strides in heart health. Mm-hmm. And it is possible. I have brought down my own cholesterol level by eating right. You know, I for many years, I thought, oh, well, maybe it's just hereditary that I've got uh, high cholesterol. But the last couple of years, I've been able to lower it myself. 
That's awesome. Have you been, what changes have you made for most of your diet? Well, listen, I am a sucker for pastry and bread and cookies and all those kinds of sweets. Um, And I find that when I take them out of my diet, that is the key. Those kinds of, those kinds of, you know, the guilty pleasures that you put in your body. So true. Sugar and processed um, process. So that's high flour sugar. And absolutely so true. Those are two key foods that we just don't, we take for granted that are in like almost everything we eat. Right. Mm -hmm. And by really consciously making those decisions to remove um, the high sugary foods, the pastries, I love them too. Janice donuts are my guilty pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was just having too much of the guilty pleasure. But that can really change your blood lipid um, levels. It'll change your cholesterol levels because all that chemical, um, it breaks down into into bad things that can cause atherosclerosis. Mm. Um, so absolutely a change. What are the markers that we that we look for? You know, for just on our in our daily lives without a doctor or or practitioner and lab work, certainly just take a tape measure and measure our waistline. We want to keep it below as women. We want to keep it below 35 inches and as men below 40. um, And then, you know, the weight's a little tricky because if you're if you were an athlete growing up or if you are participating in athletic sports that have a lot of muscle, it um, you know, weight is relative to that. But ideally, we want to keep our, our weight in check as well. So your high school weight is kind of a good gauge. And um, if you were obese in high school, certainly you want to look up, you know, uh, parameters, healthy parameters that could help gauge your weight. Um, as far as blood levels in, in, in from your lab work, um, from your practitioner, you certainly want to keep an eye on your cholesterol because cholesterol can cause atherosclerosis. As cholesterol travels in our blood vessels, along with the sugar we eat, it can harden our blood vessels and it can those hardening, um, those plaque formations can break off. And that's what often causes a heart and heart attack and stroke. Don't go anywhere. We'll have more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. Why did you become a nurse? <laughs> you know, it was so funny when I was younger, I used to be so um, enamored by my aunts coming out and they were all nurses. And this is back in the day when they were wearing wear the nurses cap mm-hmm. <laughs> the white uniforms. Yeah. And I just thought it was so glamorous and and then I really got to see one time you know got to see what they did and and one of my nurses my aunts in particular worked in a geriatric um, long-term skilled facility and I just love the fact that it was all heart and love that and caring that she was giving her patients I didn't get to see any of the technical stuff but just the interaction she had with the and made them smile and you know they were in their wheelchairs and you know Mm. in their 90s and it just really I thought to myself I want to be that when I grow up. <laughs> well, as somebody that, you know, has has been to see a lot of doctors in my in my lifetime, uh, I have a lot of great doctors in my life, but it's the nurses, I think, that really um, that make an impression on me. And, and, and I really think it's a profession that is a calling. Um, and and you guys, you ladies and gentlemen are angels here on Earth, I believe. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you. you know, we wear, we wore red on February 2nd. A lot of uh, broadcasters um, decided to get together and wear red for um, 
uh, Wear Red Day, right? Yes, heart 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 um, awareness day. Yes, absolutely. Yes, and do you find that those kinds of promotional um, or awareness campaigns are working? Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's it's a great sign for us as Americans and good reminder for us to just really pay attention. And cardiovascular disease is the number one killer, along with obesity. Again, you know, and diabetes and. Um, in our nation. And so absolutely any kind of subtle, implicit sign, explicit sign that we can give and remind ourselves um, is a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And how can people find out more? Is there a, a website they can go to, a checklist? Absolutely. I think that um, as a researcher, it's important to me that, you know, people get really good, solid and palatable and, you know, bite-sized information that they can just use and apply. So the American Heart Association is a great one. Um, it's all vetted research-based and very palatable, easy to follow. The CDC, if you just type in heart disease on their website, cdc.gov, um, we have the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, um, as well as our Medline, U.S. National Library of Medicine, medlineplus.gov. Those are all, Mayo Clinic is another one, wonderful, vetted, research-based, yet very easy to follow and read um, information. Mm -hmm. And it's important to start that exercise too. get out there and walk. I'm a walker. I don't you don't have to run. Uh, you just have to move. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Three minutes a day of a slow, wonderful pace that you can just enjoy and de-stress is great. Um, the CDC mentions like two and a half hours a week. I mean, so oh, per week. So even if you got up and just moved, you know, they say sitting is is the, the new disease, right, where mm -hmm. we're really sedentary and it can really take a toll on our bodies and certainly play into obesity. Um, so walking is wonderful, dancing, um, it just, and of course, you know, I'm a big advocate of um, muscle building. Um, I do compete in bodybuilding competitions as a bikini athlete. Wow, Raylene, <laughs> I did not know that about you. Thank you. And at 51, it's a certainly a challenge Whoa. to put on a tiny, tiny bikini <laughs> and under hot lights. But, you know, I feel like <laughs> in front of a, a, a ton of people. But I, muscle is important. Muscle is wealth. It's the largest organ that we have. And um, muscle actually will increase. It's not that we age and slow our metabolism. It's that we age and lose muscle and muscle is like the most important. So um, while I'm walking on the treadmill with my slow pace or walking on the street, I, I will carry like light weights in my arms just so I can get a pump there and and just continue to maintain my muscle mass. How long have you been doing that? The, the bodybuilding <laughs> side gig? It's so funny. Before I turned 50, Janice, um, you know, I said to my son, you know, son, I thought about a bodybuilding competition and he competes and he says, mom, just do it. Do it. <laughs> it's been on my bucket list. So I did. And I actually took first place. So I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This has opened a brand new podcast. <laughs> so you decided at 50 that you wanted to do something 
crazy. Well, you obviously, if your if your son is doing it, um, you have you know some kind of background knowledge or you awareness because of you know your surroundings. You're learning through osmosis, I suppose. But how do you go and do something like that? Like, what kind of changes do you make? Wow. So 20 weeks before I step on stage, Janice, it is a rigorous five meal, planned meal, measured meal a day um, regimen, as well as just, you know, daily cardio, a little bit more intense than my walking. And then, of course, a gallon a day, if not more, gallon a half a day of water um, just to flush out because the goal is to bring the skin closer to the muscle. So it really um, de- shows the definition on stage and of course posing because you want to be able to pose your body just right so the judges can see all that beautiful muscle <laughs> wow this is fascinating so how do you do both things how do you how are you a registered nurse and doing this you know uh, as well that's a great question <laughs> it's the love of the lifestyle i work a 50-hour work week uh, as the dean of the university for the college of nursing and we, we have over anywhere upwards of 4,000 to 5,000 students and wonderful professors, over 300 professors in the College of Nursing. So I do work a 50-hour work week, but it's important to me. Um, I feel like that is a hobby that I love. It's sustainable. It's something I've been doing for over a decade now. And so um, the pinnacle and and just, you know, the 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 prize, if you will, was stepping on that stage. And then I was hooked, Janice. Let me wow. Tell you. <laughs> Wow. It's just like being there and knowing you look good. (laughs) What does your son say? Is he proud of you? He is. It's so funny. It was my husband who was kind of scratching his head, looking at me sideways, going, I don't know if I want my wife up on stage in a micro bikini. But my son was my biggest cheerleader. He's 27. He competes and he's extremely muscular. And he's just like, go, mom, do it, do it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Well, like I said, I I appreciate learning about our heart and what we can do to make sure that we're healthy. But I do love this conversation as well. So so there might be a part two to our conversation, Raylene. <laughs> Anytime, Janice. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks again to Raylene for joining me today to celebrate American Heart Month and raise awareness for how to keep our heart healthy. I'm very interested in having her on again to talk about her amazing bodybuilder hobby that she casually mentioned during our interview because that's super fascinating as well. If you'd like more info, you can visit the American Heart Association at heart.org. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. 